Fair. I hope you're well. I am Mary Mokalu, and you're listening to the Hearing by God's Word podcast, where we dream from the well of God's Word, find nourishment for our souls, and seek to live out His teachings in our daily lives. Welcome to Hearing by God's Word podcast where we embark on a spiritual journey exploring the profound presence of the Holy Spirit, our Comforter. In today's episode, we delve into the transformative role of the Holy Spirit in our lives, seeking solace, guidance, and understanding. Join us as we navigate the sacred path together, embracing the divine comfort that transcends all challenges. Let the gentle whispers of the Holy Spirit be your guide in this enlightening conversation. Stay tuned and be inspired. The Holy Spirit. We started with describing who He is to us and we learned last week that He is a person. He is the third person of the Trinity and that means He has a personality. So He's got things. He has a way that He presents Himself. And we described Him as the God, the Holy Spirit, and He is real in the spirit realm and the physical realm. We talked about His emotions, that He can be happy, He can be gentle. He is kind and that's where we find actually the fruit of the Holy Spirit. That's just him. Those are part of his presentations to us. He is actually more than that. That we cannot even finish describing who he is. So today we're just going to learn about some attributes of the Holy Spirit. And the first one will be he is our comforter. The Holy Spirit is our comforter and he's always there for us whenever we need him. If we feel we have no words to pray or do not know what to say, he is the person to ask for help. He is within us and with us. The book of Romans says this of him. Likewise, the Spirit helps us in our weakness, but we do not know what to pray for as we ought. But the Spirit himself intercedes for us with groanings too deep for words. We find that in Romans chapter 8 verse 26. What an assurance to know that we have the Holy Spirit representing us by praying for us according to the Father's will. That is also found in Romans chapter 8 verse 27. We live in a fallen world that has all manner of sinful acts which brings things in our lives and our loved ones, lives that can be very trying. The Lord Jesus knows how this world is and he knew his disciples were troubled because he was leaving them. He comforted them and told them to believe in God and also in Him. John chapter 14 verse 1 Do not let your hearts be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. Now that we have the Holy Spirit, it is important to understand other ways of how He gives us comfort. Let us look at the following scriptures. Matthew chapter 10 verse 20 The Spirit of God enlightens us on what to say at the right appointed time. We are comforted to know that even when in trouble, We have him to guide us on what to say. I believe it is not only in times of trouble, but also in other times when we need his help. 2 Timothy chapter 1 verse 7 For the Spirit God gave us does not make us timid, but gives us power, love, and self-discipline. Alright, that's the kind of spirit we have in us. That he is the spirit of love power and self-discipline some other versions will say love power and sound mind others will say love power and self-control so we are not given a spirit of fear but we've been given a spirit of love 
So in everything we do, we are supposed to bear the fruit of love. And then we're told that he's, we've been given the spirit of power. He uses us with power. He gives us power to do exploits. He gives us power to transform people's lives. He gives us power to speak the gospel. And then the other one is, he's also the spirit of self-discipline or self-control. He is not a spirit that brings chaos. So whenever you hear somebody, you will hear such things in church. Somebody saying, oh, I could not control it. It's never so with the Holy Spirit. If you ever hear somebody say, oh, I could not control it. I just had to prophesy. Or I just had to say this. I could not control it. Know that they are not under the leading of the Holy Spirit. Because the Holy Spirit is a spirit of self-control. He does not just go around doing things anyhow. He, he goes with order. Romans chapter 8 verse 14 to 17. For those who are led by the Spirit of God are the children of God. The Spirit you received does not make you slaves, so that you live in fear again. Rather, the Spirit you received brought about your adoption to sonship. And by him we cry, Abba, Father. The Spirit himself testifies with our spirit that we are children of God. Now, if we are children, then we are heirs heirs of God and co-heirs with Christ, if indeed we share in his sufferings in order that we may also share in his glory. How awesome is that? That the Spirit testifies about us, that we are children of God. We are filled with the Spirit. We have the Spirit to actually say, okay, these ones have been plucked from the yoke of sin. These ones belong to Jesus. These ones belong to God. They have been redeemed by the blood of Jesus Christ. And remember that being a child of God, you have to actually believe in God to receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. And so that is the only way you are going to receive the Holy Spirit because he then now testifies and says, this one has been redeemed. This one has been justified by faith. Fear comes from the enemy and that is not the spirit we have been given. Because of God's perfect love, we are not ones to fear. And he has given us his Holy Spirit who gives us power, love, and a sound mind, not one of fear and disillusionment. Those who are led by the Holy Spirit are called children of God. He brings us to sonship through adoption as children of God. He makes us to belong and not live like orphans. Now we can say, Abba, Father, we have a Father in heaven. Because of what Jesus did on Calvary, that he erased our sins and that now gives us the right to be called children of God. When we believe in Jesus Christ, we are given the right to become children of God and the Holy Spirit can testify this because he is usually there when we're giving our lives to Jesus. He convicts us of our sins and we repent. He's the one guiding us on what words to say. He's the one giving us that heart to say, okay, I choose Jesus. I have decided to follow Jesus, no turning back. The book of John chapter 14 verse 16. And I will ask the Father, and he will give you another advocate to help you and be with you forever. That's amazing. And 17 says, the spirit of truth. But then there is another amazing thing here. This same spirit of truth, when we continue with verse 17, it says, the world cannot accept him because it neither sees him nor knows him. But you know him, for he lives with you and will be in you. I will not leave you as orphans. I will come to you. This is amazing. 
This is Jesus promising the Holy Spirit to us that this Holy Spirit will come and be with us forever. He is the Spirit of truth. He's going to be in us and with us. And Jesus was telling us, I'm not going to leave you as orphans. I'm going to leave you someone to be with you every time. So when you wake up, when you lie down, he is with you. He never leaves. He is with you and in you. And he comes upon you too. That's another mystery and another discussion for another time when the spirit comes upon you. So we have been given an advocate to help us. An advocate is somebody who is going to be there for you. This is the work of the Holy Spirit that he is there for us every time. His work is to represent us wherever we go to give us the right words to speak, to intervene on our behalf with groanings that no man can even explain. An advocate is a person who publicly supports or recommends a particular cause or policy. Oh, a person who puts a case on someone else's behalf. This is what the Holy Spirit does. He can testify this one is a child of God. So Satan, when he brings the accusations in the courts of heaven, the Holy Spirit is there as a witness to say this one has been plucked from the yoke of sin. This one has been cleansed by the blood of Jesus. They are no longer under the curse of the law. He is there to speak those words on our behalf. He is there to say the blood of Jesus Christ has cleansed this one. This one belongs to God. This one is not a child of Belial. This one is a child of God. And he is able to represent us because he can testify about who we are. Jesus said that this advocate will be with us forever. God is with us forever through his Holy Spirit. That's how God lives in us. When we feel alone, we shall remember that God has not forsaken us and he is with us in the midst of all things that we may go through. All we need is to continue believing that he will never leave us nor forsake us. He is always there for us, always there for us, always watching for us, always there to give us the right words to speak, always guiding us, always correcting us, always praying for us, as in he's always doing something for our good. It's amazing how the Godhead three in one work together. It's just amazing. And that's the same unity that Jesus was praying when he was speaking to his disciples that they may be one just as he is one with God the Father. And we know that he is also one with the Holy Spirit. Let's look at Deuteronomy chapter 31 from verse 6. Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or terrified because of them. For the Lord your God goes with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. Then Moses summoned Joshua and said to him in the presence of all Israel, Be strong and courageous, for you must go with these people into the land the Lord swore to their ancestors to give them, and you must divide it among them as their inheritance. The Lord himself goes before you and will be with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. So when we are talking about the Holy Spirit as our comforter, it is that assurance that he is with us every time, that he is walking with us in the midst of everything that goes on in our lives, that we are not supposed to be afraid. We've already established that he is the spirit we have been given to live in us, and he is a spirit of love, power, and sound mind, not a spirit of fear. That's what we are told. And here we see Moses encouraging the children of Israel and even Joshua, and the word keeps repeating. Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or terrified because of them. And even it goes on finishing. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. 
And the assurance in this scripture in Deuteronomy chapter 31 verse 6 to 8, it says the Lord himself goes before you and will be with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. It reminds me of Emmanuel, the meaning of Emmanuel that he is with us all the time and in other verses where scripture says that he is with us all the way until the end. And can you imagine even as Jesus has died and risen and gone to heaven, now we are left with the Holy Spirit as the one to walk with us in this walk, in this life and we are told not to be afraid because he is not a spirit of fear. He is the spirit of love, power and someone as in we have a great backup to be with us, to help us, that whatever we go through, we have victory on our side because the Spirit is guiding us, the Spirit is praying on our behalf even in the things that we have not even asked for Him to pray. He knows the right things to pray because He is God and He prays in the will of God. And so we are told not to be afraid, not to be discouraged because God is with us, even not to be terrified of anyone we meet in our way. This is such a comfort to know that we are not alone, that we have the Holy Spirit to help us. We have a friend. He is so much more than even just a friend. He does so many things in our lives and we'll just be looking at some of those attributes today we have learned about him being the comforter. Let's look at Isaiah chapter 41 verse 10 to 13. So do not fear for I am with you. Do not be dismayed for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. All who rage against you will surely be ashamed and disgraced. Those who oppose you will be as nothing and perish. Though you search for your enemies, you will not find them. Those who rage war against you will be as nothing at all. Verse 13 For I am the Lord your God, who takes hold of your right hand and says to you, Do not fear, I will help you. This is amazing. It is another encouragement from Isaiah chapter 41, verse 10 to 13. And the Lord is encouraging us again. Do not be dismayed for I am your God. And we have learned today that he is with us in this way through the Holy Spirit. I will strengthen you. He is here. The Holy Spirit is here. Not just as a comforter but also to give us strength. And he always helps us. We learn that he is here to help us in everything we do. And God says I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. This is amazing. You know when he is praying for us with groanings. He is interceding on our behalf. It could be maybe because of the sins. So he's asking God to, uh, to forgive us. Or it could be because of the things that we're struggling with. He is always praying for us according to the will of God. And God is telling us that we should not be afraid that he is with us. That he is going to fight for us. He will lift us up with his right hand. I thank God for the Holy Spirit. Because if it was not the Holy Spirit, I'll not be speaking to you right now. I'll not be doing this podcast, but I've seen the Holy Spirit guide me, give me words to speak, and I pray the same happens to you too, that the Holy Spirit will guide you, that the Holy Spirit will give you the right words to speak, that the Holy Spirit will help you in your calling, in the giftings he has given you, in every day of your life, that he will give you the revelation of Jesus Christ every day that you will see him afresh, you will receive him afresh. Father, I thank you for the Holy Spirit as our comforter, that he is here with us to help us, to strengthen us. He is here with us to pray on our behalf. I thank you because you are God. I thank you because you never failed. You gave us this promise, the Holy Spirit, and he is with us all the way until the end. He is with us to help us in our walk with Christ. 
May you help us to submit ourselves to him and not grieve him in the name of Jesus Christ. As we conclude this episode on the Holy Spirit, may the comforting essence linger in your heart. Remember in moments of challenge or joy, the Holy Spirit is a constant companion. Carry this divine comfort with you and until our next journey together, may your spirit be uplifted and your path be guided by the ever-present love of the Comforter. Stay blessed and inspired until we meet again on Hearing by God's Word podcast. God bless you. Shalom. Thank you.